Hello everyone and welcome to Final Show. I'm John, the executive producer here, and I've just got a few pre-show notes for you. First of all, I want to let everybody know that our addresses have changed. Uh, our Twitch channel has changed from Sinstaku to twitch.tv slash finalshowfilms, and our YouTube channel has also changed to youtube.com slash finalshowfilms. Next, we want to thank our $20 tier supporters on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash films, by the way, if you want to go throw a couple bucks our way. That's going to be Cat Waterflame, Antitonic, Samantha Bates, and Maureen Monty. Thank you guys for that. Also, our website is in the process of getting updated. So go take a look at finalshowfilms.com. We've got Mara and Jeremy are working on updating all of our stuff there, making it look nice and like a modern website, and frankly, they know what they're doing far better than I or Austin ever did, so if you want to check out the things that are changing over there, you go do that. Follow us on Twitter, at Final Show Films, for updates uh, for all future things, including things that are going on with our website, and going on with the Patreon page, and things that are going on live as we stream them, uh, as well as our podcasts and everything else, so thank you very much for watching, y'all have a good day. Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome back. Hi, I stood directly at light. <laughs> that was brilliant. Why? Ow. So, we are back. I'm good. I'm good. Thank Where? you. I don't want to be a rock star. Thank you. Or a creeper. See, that just put, I want to be a rock star in my head now. <laughs> hey, Sorry. hey, I want to be a rock star. I mean, the paycheck could be nice. Mm-hmm. But, I have the airport. <laughs> But welcome back for a hair metal band. Yeah. I mean, hair metal bands were great. All you had to do is be relevant for like a month, get a big paycheck, and then retire. You also had to tease. You also have to tease your hair out into an afro because universally all hair metal bands had afros. Yeah, you had to go out to here. Yeah, yeah. It was all curly hair, no matter what. I actually had a dream you were a rock star. And you were like really rich. <laughs> Why is William Rich sure in all of your dreams? I don't are you, know! Are you sure it was a dream about William and not a dream about Dave Grohl? I <laughs> Do I look like Dave Grohl? You look like, you look like, a, okay. you look like if, if somebody took Dave Grohl and squeezed all the talent out of him. I don't actually know who that is. <laughs> Hi, we're here to actually play uh, tabletop Sorry. RPGs. What are we doing? <laughs> I just stopped staring at lights. <laughs> well, here, let me hold that. <laughs> it's good. Thank you. Hi, welcome back to <laughs> Warcraft RPG. Am I wrong? No, he does not look like someone squeezed. <laughs> what? <laughs> like if you, if you, if you like, if you like. Dehydrated him. <laughs> if by dehydrated you mean put in a dehydrator, no. I was, I was gonna say William looks like he could be related to him. Yeah. But not if you dehydrate him. It's okay, he's my brother. It's a job to insult me. <laughs> a zombie version. Anyway, we're back. Welcome back to uh, the Warcraft RPG Storm, Earth, and Fire. I am William, and I am the storyteller for this Warcraft 5th edition, D&D 5th edition Warcraft campaign. There we go. This uh, thing. <laughs> yes, this thing we are creating. Um, 
I have been working for a long time on, damn it. Um, and let's go ahead and introduce our player characters, starting with John. I'm John. I'm playing Garrett Cloudspeaker, an orc paladin, uh, an orc spirit champion, and I brought a prop. <laughs> this is this is not the no, it's, not, it's not the right design, but to scale, it's correct. <laughs> I don't know how much of that was on camera. Just about all of it. Okay. <laughs> no, nothing else was on camera, mind you, because it didn't. Stick. <laughs> uh, and Holly. Um, I did not come prepared with prop. I could rip my left arm off, but <laughs> <laughs> not to. I mean, could uh, you? I bet with enough. I mean, how's, how's that? How's that claw going? Because that would be her prop. <laughs> yeah. uh, Still trying to work on the shape of things. I, I, I spring break. Spring break. It'll happen. Um, I'm, next week. I'm playing Shiana. Been said a lot. Um, I'm Shiana Flame Carver. I mean, yeah. She's an orc. She has one arm. She's an assassin rogue thing. I am reading that like yeah. it was off of a. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Maybe. That's all that's on our character is one arm assassin rope. Maybe. Don't you're off script for this session. I'm sorry. I'm not there yet. Man, the writers have really gone down here. And Austin. Hi, I'm the one who doesn't have a script because my character is a a mute. Well, no, my character is a dumb troll. Uh, and he has Snack Friend, who is a friend. And who is a snack <laughs> and has wings because winged snack friend is best snack friend. Let's see if we were on if we were on a script, Austin would say his character's name. Yeah, have you seen? <laughs> you've never been backstage with me, have you? You've never seen what I do to scripts. <laughs> I don't read my lines. I get the gist of it and make the rest up. True. Mm -hmm. Joel's name is Jangatall Wild Walker. Um, and, and Rudy. Hey, I'm Rudy. I'm playing Brick Earth Whisper, or uh, er, um, Rune, uh, Rune Knight uh, Torin. And Zachary. Hey, I'm Zach. I'm playing Leaf Ironmender, the half orc tinker priest of the Holy Light. And Stan. And I'm trying to play Josh, the techno mystic tinker goblin type. Goblin type. Yes. Techno mystic tinker goblin type. Uh -huh. Or it's a Gundam Pokemon crossover. Yes. I could see your character being a Gundam Pokemon crossover actually. <laughs> I mean, that was just that was just uh, um what was that? Where like you throw what you, is that what was that mini Gundam oh, yeah, that's just a mini Gundam. Like you throw your Pokeball <laughs> and then a little Gundam flies out and shoots your enemies. That's absolutely your style. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be a little Gundam. <laughs> no, that's Crag Bolting style, is when it's a full-on Gundam. Metabots. In other words, him if you had more money. Kind of. Yeah. Crag Bolting style was Except Tinker parts. with too much money. Crag Bolting yeah, style no, was, I'm, I'm is it bolted specific. down? Yeah. It'll take longer to loot. <laughs> anyway, when last we left off. I never did loot those statues. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, we couldn't get him out. Actually, that's why I have a mic. You want to go back and do that now? Yes, let's do that. All you have to do is ask Sapphire. Sapphire will be like, oh, this is rock. Poke. 
here, it's hand size. Um, so, when last we left. And then reality collapses in on you and you all die. The, uh. Not playing the, 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 the group of you. Medivh is playing mage. Medivh plays mage for the rest of World Warcraft. <laughs> um. The group of you had made your way towards the Eastern Games and arrived in the Undersea. Um, after a bit, of, after a long bout of conversation and an amount of figuring out directions, the group of you began to make your way southeast toward uh, toward um, the the Twilight Highlands, formerly just known as the Highlands. I'm riding a giant spirit wolf. Yeah. They're riding undead skeletons. Skeleton horses. Uh, those two are riding in the cart. Yep. Yes. I was pointing at the two of you. Yes. <laughs> as the, so the, the three of us are in the cart, specifically. We, la- we last left off as the group of you managed to reach the bulwark, which divides which divides Tiras Fall Glades from the Western Plaguelands. See, he's not even in the room. It's really cold over here, specifically. And well, just because you have a void where your heart is, you can't play the rest of the room. <laughs> I guess I can. Is it his void or William's void? Combined. Yeah. The, the two of us combined make it drop like 40 degrees just by just by heat just by heat cycle. With your powers combined. Yes. <clears throat> Without powers combined. But we pick up. <coughs> the group awakens the next morning after they set. Uh, no, actually, you were in the middle of the, you were in the, middle of the day. Yeah, yeah. You had you had the, you had the nice rest beforehand. So as you arrive at the bulwark, um, this large um, purplish black stone wall that forms that that cup that connects and bridges the 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 mountain range, the small mountains that separate that divide Tirasol Glades uh, from. The Western Plaguelands, as you know them. Uh, as as you approach, um, the your caravan is called to a halt uh, by one of the Forsaken Guards, um, who approaches whoever is at the front. So the, the Forsaken Guard just kind of approaches and, what business do you have entering the Plaguelands? What was the uh, first of all? What was the name of our company again? <laughs> the Soaring Fang. Soaring Fang. What was the the Arathi Highlands or the heading, heading for the, the Highlands? Sorry, the Arathi Highlands are a separate Highlands that are nearby but not the same. Uh, and what were we heading there for again? Uh, dealing with the Twilight's Hammer. We, we were investigating rumors about the Twilight's Hammer in the area, seeing if we can solve the problems and um, if on the way we encounter what's his name, the Black Knight. Yes. yes. And just let her call the black. And, and uh, uh, the, the very question is, who gave us the contract? It's, it's, it's not. It's oh, not a. Contract? It's not a contract. It's an ongoing. It's an ongoing bounty. Th- this is just a hey. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This is not a specific. Do this one <coughs> thing. This is a help. We are members of the Soaring Fang, heading out towards the Highlands to hunt some Twilight's hammer on behalf of the Lord. Very well, you'll give, you'll have to give us some, just a moment to give a at least cursory search of your wagon. 
He says, looking over at the at the large wagon with piles of junk in it. Piles of junk. What are you looking for? Just I got one of those right here. Checking for anything potentially dangerous crossing over the border into scourge infested lands. The remnants are less dangerous without organization, but remnants of the cult of the dam still exist, and dangers are still present. You've been having issue with the cults. Cult spies pop up every now and then. Anything we should be aware of, then? Well. Don't get too close to Amber, or anything we should be relatively fine. And stay even further away from Cardaro and Scalamance. Are they... are they... <coughs> is the Cult of the Dam operating? The Cult of the Dam has never been fully ousted from these schools underneath Cardaro and Scalamance. Their presence has been heavily damaged by exist. There have been... Recent undead activity on the rise. He looks at you. Up the scourge variety. He says, <laughs> fully acknowledging he is also undead. Uh, within Andor Hall, not to mention an increased alliance presence, meaning that conflict has been escalating. Our forces, being led by Commander Thessarion, have been dealing with both the scourge and the alliance in the fight for Andor Hall. I'll be sure to steer clear <coughs> And then he sort of gives a, gives a wave and a couple other forsaken step up and just take a look through the, the wagon to make sure there's nothing particularly dangerous. Are anymore. you hiding any cult of the dead relics <coughs> in that wagon, uh, John? <laughs> no, but they might find a little, uh, <laughs> a couple of little springwood things. Now's not the right time for the joy buzzer. <laughs> They take a look, see it's mostly technological devices and nothing that is of immediate concern. Okay. And they don't want to breathe on it too hard. Oh yeah. wait, that's not a concern. It's not a concern. <laughs> yeah. um, and they give a nod to the, to, the, to the guard captain who looks at the group of you. Alright, welcome to the plague lands. You won't have to worry about contracting anything anymore. The druids have done good work. Until you get to the eastern plague lands, then keep watching out. Thank you for the advice and for the information. No, I suppose if you're heading for the Highlands, you'll be heading south anyway. In which case, watch out, you'll be entering Alliance territory. No car. Before the, before the Dark Lady. Before the Lord. You pass through, and what he said doesn't quite mean as much to those of you who are not native. Which um, but you, I was born here. Uh, not in the Playlands. No, formerly Lord of No, I was born south. I was born storeward in Arians. Yeah. No, no, the, the the camps were several of them were, but there were internment camps all throughout. Because we're near Durnhold. Or uh, Durnhold is uh, still further. South, yeah. Dirt holes in the Arabia Islands. We're, we're, yeah, we're, we're going to where you're from. We're passing through yeah, yeah, yeah. a different area to get there. Uh, but the um, the uh, you <coughs> having originally lived among the Alliance for some time. Um, 
Remember when the Plaguelands was spoken of with regret, sadness, and revulsion? Um, as this blighted place full of nothing but disease and the walking dead. A uh, place where ghouls and ghosts roamed as, as easily as did the diseased and plagued animals that still lived. And the, even the plant life was racked with disease and woe. Very little trace of that still exists as you arrive within uh, the new confines of the Western Playlands. The trees seem to be growing healthily, and immediately there, the, the darkness of Tiraswal Glades almost immediately across the bulwark begins to lift as sun begins to peek through the not quite so permanent cloud cover. Uh, can you text can you text mother the screen? Oh. Um, I forgot to hear what the link. Um, the, uh, the, the light that peeks through the clouds immediately being an up uplifting change from the constant semi-darkness of Tirasol Glade even during the day. And as you listen, you can hear birdsong and the sounds of animals that are living here healthily and not under diseased protest. Um, as... <coughs> the sudden change of this place really strikes home, you being able to really appreciate it. And even then, not quite so much, because you've never actually been here, you've only heard the stories. Yeah. <coughs> what do these spirits feel like in this area? Recovering. There's, there's definitely been much pain. They are, they are on the mend, shall we say. In the land itself, this in a similar state. What sort of, is so? Is there any? Is it the sort of wildlife you would expect? Rodents, small snake, like small reptiles, zombie bugs. bears. No longer zombie bears, just bears. <laughs> no longer diseased bears, I should say. So the world, the world is recovering in this area. Yeah, which is saying a lot considering how the rest of the world is at. But this area wasn't, as far as you can tell, hit as much by the cataclysm. It's, and it does strike a couple of you to be a somewhat jarring notion of how so much of the world is suffering, and yet there are places like this that seem to finally be recovering from so much. Keep our senses open for a sign of alliance activity. It would not be, it would not be well for us to be caught in a wax. What kind of things would we be looking out for, like, at this point? Would it be, like, patrols or actual outposts? You know, you're, you're about... <clears throat> you're about eight hours out from Anderhall. Um, the Bulwark is the last sort of line of... clearly defined the foreign territory in this area, isn't it? Yeah, and Anderhall is the contested area. Yeah. Um, you're, you're about... Eight hours out from Andor Hall, um, and you know you'd have to pass south past Andor Hall uh, to get to the wetlands, which are your which are your um, most easily accessible route into the highlands. Uh, is to go down into the wetlands and cross east through Loch Bodan into the highlands. Yes. 
But as for what we might be looking out for for lion activity, it's people trying to sneak into the bulwark. Like yeah. scout scouting parties or stealth parties that are <laughs> trying to bypass the fighting in Anderhal could very potentially be between us and where we're going. Makes sense. Because uh, we're heading towards Alliance territory now. We're out we are we are in the we're officially in the middle ground between Horde and Alliance territory. I've got, like I've got a map, though, to kind of... Are we going, like, straight through Alliance or what? On the uh, outskirts? Well, we will end up inside Alliance territory. The wetlands is considered Alliance territory. Yeah. And so is Lock Lakota. So, the, um... The, the big thing is, you've basically... Anderhal is sort of the focal point of all the fighting. You've got the Horde coming in from the west, from the Bulwark. The Alliance coming in from the south, the Wetlands, and the Scourge coming in from the east, from the eastern Plainlands. And while we could we could circumvent Alliance territory, but that would be going through Scourge lands. So. And that would, also, that would also mean a climb through the mountains. It's safer to go through Alliance territory than the Scourge lands. <laughs> you, could, you could theoretically approach the Highlands through the eastern Plainlands, which would mean trying to climb the mountains. Um, or you could approach through the Wetlands and Loch Modan, which would be more on foot. Well, not flat. So. And less likely to be turned into zombies. That'd be nice. <laughs> I mean, I'm fine. I'm immune to disease, so... The rest of y'all, though... <laughs> I'd rather not be I mean, zombies. the Alliance seemed good to avoid. I mean, it's the, it's either the Scourge or the Alliance. Are our two options to get to the... Yes. I would personally much rather destroy Scourge than Alliance. Well, it's not its not destroy Scourge. It's the land it, trying to infect us. We're going to get into a fight. Yeah. Is what we're saying. And if we get into a fight... I think we should avoid the land that's trying to infect us. It's easier to, it's easier to fight the Alliance than Scourge. You can fight the Alliance. You can't fight a plague. Lots of restoration bags are different, but whatever. <laughs> say. How many times can you cast that? Um, let's see. How many times can we rest? <laughs> that too. Yeah. How much will we get infected while we're resting? Oh, that too. <laughs> yeah, the plague lands is still. I didn't <laughs> I've only got five casts in it per rest, but the plague the plague lands is still an inhospitable place, even even not considering the Walking Dead. Yeah, it's not. It's not the beings that are the Scourge, it is the Scourge Plague itself that is the problem with the Scourge They are called the Plague Lands for a reason. Also, if like, we... The plants, the, the plants, the animals, the ground, the air, right, the water. Looking at my map, how long of a journey is it through the Plague Lands versus how long of a journey is it through the Alliance? Uh, uh, through the mountains. Take a lot longer. Plus, with the, the cart, we really can't so, traverse all that. What 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 are our, okay? So is the plaguelands even a viable route at all? Theoretically. Um, so let me try and let me stepping out of camera for a second. And you can get out of camera. So essentially, you are about here in the middle of in the middle of Anderhal. Mm -hmm. uh, you can either go over and down um, into the into the highlands through the through the mountainsides, or you can go. Down and over. So through. over and down is through the plague lands. Yeah. Over down and over is through Alliance territory. How deep Alliance territory? Um, 
Or are we just kind of skirting it? Or are we... We'd be in Dwarven territory. It's, it's Dwarven territory. Lockwoodan is Dwarven. Lockwoodan is the is one of the major lakes of Dwarven territory, and as far as you know, houses one of their major dams. They're they're both mountainous regions, though. Yeah, they're both fairly mountainous. So we're out of my natural terrain. And how long of a, of a journey would it be estimated to be? Uh, heading through the Plaguelands, not quite being able to estimate through uh, the mountainside, but getting to the mountains would probably take about uh, about a week. Uh, it'd take longer to get through Loch Modine just because you have to cover more ground, because you have to go down have a little bit west and then back around to try to avoid Elias territory. Um, it would you would be dealing with less environmental hazards. Because the, the, difference, the difference being the Scourge is dangerous and the Alliance are dangerous, but the shorter shot has more of an environmental factor. Okay. So, the troll will, will show the two roads on the map. The spirits protect me from the Scourge. They do not extend that protection. Spirits hate me. You did basically cuss them out when you first talked to them. How do you know that? We've related the story. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, she probably hasn't. Over the course no, of the no, year? The spirits probably related the story. <laughs> <laughs> <Say you. laughs> I can extend some degree of protection. I am, of course, a healer. But only time will tell how much healing and protection will be required moving directly through the Plague Lands. Plague Lands have claimed whole armies before. I'd rather not than claim armies. That said, uh, roll me a. The army is significantly harder to heal. <laughs> roll me a religion check, though. <laughs> You do know that there are a number of bastions of the light within the Eastern Plaguelands that are working to restore them like the Druids have done to the Western Plaguelands. There's Tears Hand in the north, there is Light's Hope Chapel in the east, um, and there are several different strongholds that they've placed throughout the Plaguelands to try and combat not only the environmental factor but also the Wandering Scourge. Um, so if you can survive the, 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 the gaps, you can theoretically rest in places of healing and protection if you can get there. I I raise the existence of those. I'm looking at the map. Are there any I know of that I could possibly point out on the map? Uh, looking at the map, there is you you do spot there's a there's a watchtower that is almost immediately inside the eastern Plaguelands, um, which is and it's likely if we get to one, they'll know the locations of the others. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. Um, but we don't want to dedicate to one path or another. If, you know, like we have to go way too far straight through Plaguelands without having one a break. Yeah. Um, Crown Guard Tower is about um, it's about ten hours ride inside of the Plaguelands. Cooperate, Sleep Masters. That would be the Ar that would be the Argent Crusade. 
the Argent Crusade, are they specifically aligned to... They are neutral. Okay. And they are a neutral organization. What's the distance between the from the playlist to the nearest one? Uh, about ten hours away. From the from the border of the eastern. And places. these undead horses are going to be conveniently immune. Yes, they are. That also, of course, raises up the fact that the Kodos won't be. But, but the Kodos. The Kodos won't be, and neither will you. Again, and yes, you can. <coughs> We can heal the things from the plague, yes, but then that's expending resources. That's expending his that's healing powers yeah. that won't be able to be used in fights. Uh, and that does that doesn't even factor in the fact that to get to the islands from the eastern plague lands, you'll have to go through the mountains. Then like, we'll have to take that part through the mountains. Yeah, that's the really difficult part. It's too big for most. So is that just is the car going to be intraversible to the mountains? It but theoretically could. It would just be difficult. Yeah, we yeah, could we could that. take it. We just we don't we won't know how difficult it'll be until we get there. I think it's just too much effort. It uses up too much resources to be. <clears throat> we know what awaits us in Alliance territory. Plague lands are mostly on the. Well, what can we tell them if they ask what we're doing? I mean, they're not going to ask. They're going to attack. Well, I, mean, I point at myself and I point at the other orc. They're going to attack. Uh, <laughs> I think we can realistically enough pass perhaps as a neutral guild if the worst comes to it. Well, we just change. I am a half orc, but that also means I am half human. And. I do have family in the Alliance. Additionally, another neutral race. While, yes, we are certainly far more horde-leaning, we could at least attempt to close. Try to convince them that we're on like an errand of person. Aren't some of us riding skeleton? Yes. Yeah. I look back to the Sashimoto of the horde that's <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we, we can uh, tuck that away, basically. I mean, if you don't mind traveling a little more uh, in disguise. Wolf of the There is a history of animosity that leaves me skeptical. Well, yeah, but I mean, we can, I mean, we just <clears throat> do what we can to avoid. At least a decent story we can kind of pass ourselves up and so on. So, the big thing is, once we first, if we first get attacked and we kill something, we're going to have to, you know, we're not going to be able to alleviate all evidence that anything happened. So, uh, who would like who would like to uh, use the map to try and take a guess of what hazards you likely have to face trying to make either trip? I mean, I'm, I'm doing that already. That's kind of my thing. So there, well, there's there's natural hazards and then there's military hazards. So to uh, assess the natural hazards of either trap would be a survival goal. It would be history to try and figure out military. I'm pretty good at history and I'm more familiar with the alliance. Well, so. natural hazards is 21. Definitely of the natural hazards, the plague lands is the most dangerous. The natural diseases of the area, while it's not a sure thing that you're going to catch one, you are upping your risk of, of disease 
tenfold just by entering the Blakelands. Uh, it is not a surefire thing that you will catch one just by existing there, but it's sure as hell going to try. Um, and that's before you get to the wandering undead, or the giant worms, or the other natural and plagued beasts that are inhabiting the area. Whereas the wetlands, which are what you primarily have to pass through to get there, are more... The biggest threat you'd have to deal with in the wetlands is probably gnolls and murlocs. And maybe some overgrown crocolisks. Murlocs, pets. Murlocs. Uh, <laughs> I see that. That's a player's character. Well, the first thing you have to contend with is crossing the Fandal Span, uh, which is the bridge that bridges the wetlands to the to the western playlands. Um, and immediately on the opposite side of Fandal Span is Dunmodra, which is a dwarven fortress designed to keep the horde out of the wetlands. So you have to, and you would have to try and either sneak or talk your way past Dunmodra at first. Um, at which point you what would probably... It's a, it's a dwarven fortress. It was specifically designed to keep us out. It's, it's the bulwark on the Alliance side. That's uh -huh. really I, I can cast invisibility on a couple of Can you cast an audibility on your cart? Also, oh, no, no, I mean, they may or may not have to detect magic. No, no. Like, yeah. I mean, if we want to do incognito, we just... We, we take one little lie and bury it under as much truth as possible. Right. We say, yeah. you know, yeah. we are a guild investigating, you know, cult activity of the Scourge. You know, we're here and we, we, we make the one lie of we're a neutral guild and bury it under as much truth as possible because they shouldn't be concerned about it. Just that we're hired. Honestly. We don't cast invisibility or do crazy bruises there. Because more suspicious. So the, uh, aside, aside from that, uh, aside from Dunmodra, once you make it past Dunmodra, you should be mostly in the clear as long as you stay away from Manithel Harbor, which is in the opposite direction anyway. Um, so aside from that, there's a group of druids, which would be a nice sanctuary that you might be able to stay at, um, called Green Warden's Grove, which you could probably, if you could get there, you could probably stay in the sanctuary. Um, and that would probably be your last stop before hitting the highlands. Assuming you don't run into any alliance patrols or forces on there. Or in the marsh, because you could try and cut through the marsh, but that would have natural dangers. Versus in the Eastern Plaguelands, you will find almost no forces to get in your way. But you'll find Scourge. Lots of Scourge. Because even, even if the Scourge is currently leaderless, as far as you know, the remnants within the Eastern Playlands are still dangerous and sort of splintering under their own leadership. What cultists can command the dead and what liches might still exist. So possibly running to desperate undead warlords. Mad Max, but with zombies. <laughs> can you rig us up some motorcycles? <laughs> Actually. <laughs> Can you work some uh, Dodge Charger with some spikes on the front? It's always a Dodge Charger. It's always a Charger. It's a good car. It's good. It, it looks more specifically. It looks good. That's the really It's a it's a it's a paint stripped black Charger. <laughs> 
those are, those are your options and the, the pros and cons of both weighed against each other. circle around or pass through Ander Hall, so you'll get a taste of both when you get there. You want to get infected? Points at the scourge path. You want to be a zombie? Points at the scourge path. I mean, either it's becoming a zombie or being arrested. Both paths have I mean, a not insignificant it wouldn't be arrested. We're not getting arrested. <laughs> I mean, yes, it could be zombification, or it could be something far less pleasant. I'm let's, sure. Let's put it. Let's put it this way. Would you rather be healing your body from the ravages of the or face the potential of us having to carve our way through the world? There wouldn't be very much potential in that. Mostly just bullets. <coughs> and to be fair, around the Dwarven Fortress, Dunmodra is not on the road. It, it sits off the road. Carve away past the Dwarven Fortress. Not much reassurance. Also, he may need to heal us if we need to carve through any resistance we like, we You know this we map well enough that you can come over here and look at this. Ah. There is the fortress on the bridge. So yeah, it, it's a ways, but it watches over the road, and then you'd be going down that way to get to the islands. You have to avoid anything coming out of there, anything coming from down there. I look <coughs> down at my <laughs> yeah, eight foot seven, six hundred pound frame. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the size of the wagon. <laughs> <laughs> we can disguise you as a wagon. Disguise me as the wagon. Yeah. We just have to spy disguise you. Just, <laughs> just put the paper mask and we just dwarf on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, I just would go, <laughs> go over, begin measuring his shoulder width, meant the shoulder width of a Kodo, look back. <laughs> <laughs> Got a Kodo and stick me inside. <laughs> <laughs> we could Trojan horse this thing. Look, look, get a snorkel, let the Kodo eat you, and the snorkel will stick out of the mouth. <laughs> Is that Kodo smoking? Yes. <laughs> look, this Kodo's had a hard life, alright? I have to punch the coat on the stomach to get the fuck out. Also, be taking acid damage the whole time. Protection from acid. I don't have that. I'm sure you can cast it. Doesn't hurt, yeah. 
don't think that provides resistance, not immunity. I'm taking half acid damage. It, it's a half acid plan. Uh, <laughs> pass the stealth twice, that's totally how it works, don't question it. But wouldn't that be, wouldn't that be the, a quarter of damage? No. Because it reduces it, it reduces half the damage, and then it reduces the other half. The other half of the damage. <laughs> That's exactly how it works. Look, math is weird in D and D. Especially if you don't bother looking at the rules and you just do what Austin says. So, what do you think? I'm guessing going over that because what that lake is what's making us split our path. Yeah, that lake that is Loch Modan. Yeah. And I'm guessing there's no good way to get across that. Uh, it's also a waterfall. You can't tell the location there. The, the, the wetlands are down here, and then there's a waterfall and lock it up. Build a boat glider. Glide down the waterfall. <laughs> the troll points at the Scourge Path again. At <laughs> the very least, the Scourge Path would be more predictable. Predictability is not getting shot in this case. You do You'll still get shot. You do have you do have until Anderhall to make this decision if you want to put it off to you're a little bit closer and can see what's facing you in that direction. Yeah, I mean that's kind of what we're doing anyway. <laughs> see Dakotas are just wandering out. We're following Dakotas a little bit. We're on the move. Let's talk. The, the going fighting through the scourge will force you, at the very least, to expend more of your power. Yes. And a wider variety of things. You cannot heal. While you can heal yes, both I, injuries and plague at the same time. While you can heal both injuries and plague, doing both for extended periods of time is difficult. Because ideally, moving through the Alliance would be bloodless. Ideally. Going through the Scourge, we know will result in a fight, or at the very least, battling the plague. And we cannot guarantee what a will get to the Bastard's Blood. I imagine they would be more than willing to offer their aid. Willing, Perhaps, of willing, course. Certainly, If you'd like to look at the map of the platelands that you're walking through. Ah. Uh -huh. So, here's where you're leaving from. We'll walk over here. This is Anderhall, where most of the fighting is at. You'd be passing around the outside of Anderhall towards the platelands, or passing through Anderhall towards the wetlands. Mm -hmm. There's the two moves of the Library, most famous probably the Alliance, and Chilwin Camp, which is the scouting camp of the Alliance. Okay, so we'd also have to go through that. Yeah. Which is a scout camp, less fortified, less likely to care about. Also, yes. scout camp, if we're wandering into the Scourge territory, the scout camp is probably as prone to say, well, one of them will kill the other, and that's fine with us. Generally. And then there's Cardero and Scalamans, which you've been told to steal the hell away from. <laughs> which All direction right. is the two of them through? Uh, south, towards, uh, towards, the, towards Wetlands. Towards the 
Actually, there's another option that would be less lying and more reliant on you. I'm all ears. As I recall, there are significant vast, there are significant places and monuments to the light throughout the Lion's territory, right? Of course. You can simply be going on your pilgrimage. A priest, a priest with a guard is far easier to pass through than a task force. Would there be one? Because if I was going to that too specifically, then I would get that to... might get you around Anderhal. Yeah, I would go to Dunmodra and they'd be like, what the heck are you doing here? Yeah, you just pass through this channel. So are there any, are there any past Dunmodra um, that I could... It'd be a strong lie, but theoretically, if they thought you were coming from Kalimdor, which you are, um, theoretically you could be trying to go to Northshire Abbey, which is around Stormwind, which is the place where the Silver Hand was founded. Um, so it, it is the place where the original paladins were, were created, and so some of the most famous priests of the Light are known to have originally been from, like Archbishop Alonso Fowl. Uh, we found in the Silver Hand. And if we stop in at Uther's tomb, if we find something that we can use to disguise me as a member of the Silver Hand, then perhaps that will please my passage. And actually, as you mentioned Uther's tomb, there's a fourth option, um, which is to attempt to take... There's a waterfall that leads from the wetlands down into the lake around Caradero. Yeah, we could try to... You could try and scale that waterfall and take the river up into the wetlands. Which would get you around Dunmodra, but require you to go upriver around closer to Scalamans. So you got that little propeller thingy? That could help with cliffs. That's what I was that could help those of us who are weaker at climbing. Yeah, I don't have all those tasks. Those of us who are weaker at climbing are also typically lighter, so it's just mostly me because... viability on those of us that don't look like Alliance sympathizers. I suppose. And it's roughly at this point, as you've been on this conversation for some time, um, that 
as, as you've been sort of going back and forth over this over the, over the course of your trip towards Enderholm, um, that you arrive at the outskirts of the city, um, which is when you begin to see the the green that has overtaken most of the plaguelands begin to falter, um, as you can see the grass begin to slowly die in patches. There are just areas where the ground itself seems to be dead. Um, and animal sounds become less frequent and trees become more sparse. And living trees especially. And then you begin to see dead and withered trees as well begin to pop up. As the more obvious effects of the scourge's influence begin to become visible. And then beyond that, also the signs of battle. You begin to see furrows dug out of the ground from explosives and, art and artillery, um, ballista bolts jutting halfway out of the ground, abandoned shields, bodies that have been decaying and left to wither, uh, signs of where bodies had once laid that no longer The marks of war also begin to become apparent as we reach the outskirts of Enderholm. Mm -hmm. Theoretically, skirt around to the outside and avoid most of it aside from anything on the outskirts and head towards the lakelands. Or pass directly through all of it to get south to the wetlands. Yeah. Didn't go past the road the only The only way across the river. Is over the bridges that are on the outside of Enderhold. What do we see occurring within Enderhold? Um, well, I have only perception. Just to see how well you can take stuff out of the distance. shouts and uh, the occasional roar of something not quite living, the occasional raspy utteration and guttural roar of something that has long since stopped living. How, how far is it? Probably about a uh, half mile. I have to pick up the pace towards it. Is that south or east? That's south. I just, I hear it, I charge. Yeah. I'm going for it. Oh, it seems like Jean Gattal has picked a, has picked a direction. <laughs> seems like a good idea as any. So, as you you all pick up pace towards it. Plus, if aiding Alliance scouts can give us a decent alibi, all the better. The Alliance and Horde are both fighting here. Well, that doesn't sound like anything alive. We can guess what's fighting. We can guess what we have. Well, sorry, let me rephrase. The Alliance, Horde, and Scourge are all three fighting. 
each other. Sorry, the, the name you would have been given, by the way, for the commander is called Tira. Sorry, sorry, the alliance commander. They're both death knights, so it's easy. They're both there. They're, they're, it's, it's, it's easy to interchange them. They're both dead. And they're both often yelling at each other in the middle of Vanderhall. Yeah. They used to be friends. Now they still are, kind of. Kind of. Um, and uh, as you as you approach, um, the event, eventually the, the conflict becomes clear. Um, the fight that you come upon is a three-way battle where the third side is very clearly overpowered in the others. Um, the third side is very as you As you encounter a squad of orc and forsaken uh, foot soldiers amongst uh, a group of human and dwarven foot soldiers with a pair of abominations ripping through them. Charge an abomination. Let's make it dead. Soaring fire again. Hammer the scourge. <laughs> Alright, uh, I would like to roll me. Well, at least I didn't tie them. <coughs> I had to roll a three to get there. Also, 
And to confirm, it's not actually specified in the rules text, but stings are poison, correct? Uh, if they deal poison damage. Yes. Oh, but if they're not, if they don't deal poison damage, they are something that just augments the supernatural. Okay. So only the one that deals, only the scorpion sting that is poison damage. Interesting. Anybody who's within 10 feet of me, I tend to intend on being within 10 feet of the abomination. So am I. Alright. Alright, so, Gianna, you're up first as the group of you come across the outside of this battlefield. It'll be relevant in trying conditions. What is closest to me right now? Honestly, the group of Alliance soldiers. How many are there? There are five. There are five footmen and five grunts. So five, five warriors of the Alliance, five warriors of the Horde, and two abominations. You've got this like choice, like marker in front of you. Okay. Left is the one, right is the other. Ten centimeters of Um. Okay. Are they fighting each other, or the scourge? Uh, are they all fighting? They're all fighting. <laughs> Okay. You've got, you've got like two of the footmen um, squaring off against one abomination, who are squaring off against two of the grunts, who are squaring off each other against the alliance, who are squaring off against the other abomination. So you the abomination is, are clearly winning. Yes. Then I I will go for one of the abominations. Okay. Run up past them. Um, one of one of the footmen who doesn't recognize you but sees the green skin and the flash of movement past him takes a swipe at you as you run. What is your armor class? Um, I don't have that written down. What armor are you wearing? It's 16. I'm wearing leather armor. I thought you were wearing stuff, brother. Yes. What's your dexterity? 18, so it's 16. Yeah. 16. 16. Well, that's a 13, so... You, 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 catch, you catch the sight of a, of a long sword just swiping out of the corner of... It's a, it's a wild swing, almost entirely on a reflex, and... You, you just easily slide past it as you run up towards the towards the abomination. So can I backstab an abomination? Absolutely. There are many there are many people who are enemies of the abomination in melee with it. Also, I just rolled a twenty to attack it. Then double your sneak attack damage. Double all of your dice. I like how you're using your dice tower as a tray and rolling your dice in the dice tray. <laughs> Don't question me. It makes sense. Trust me. The outside of this thing. Yeah. As, as you attack it, I need you to make a stamina saving throw. Yeah. <laughs> Have we faced abominations in the past? No. Oh, 19. Okay. You feel just the stench of rotten flesh and disease wash over you if you manage to force through it. You don't seem to catch anything. Okay. 
Do undead have stamina scores? Yes. Now they do. Okay. Can't remember fifth edition gets it back. Okay. He thinks you're gonna have good stamina scores. Possibly. In exchange for giving them back stamina scores, they also made them susceptible to things that require stamina saves. They are a disease. Typically things that think, typically things that generate diseases. Are they diseases? Um I'm trying to decide if I should sting it or not. Sting Sting it. None of my stings are really gonna be super effective <laughs> against this thing. So I'm just gonna charge it and I'm gonna vicious strike it. I die upon the ground. this thing's attention? Um, you certainly damaged it, which might draw its attention. Um, but what way, in which way are you considering? Like, it has a definitive forward, right? Yes. It, uh, has, it has a head. 
I'm going to see if like, I'm going to plant myself directly in front of it and make a lot of noise. Okay. Good. Rick, what are you up to? Uh, I will be activating... Mark of uh, a line striking gives me gives me advantage on uh, against undead. As the, the bullet collides with the with the with the abomination, some of its acidic blood and poisonous stench just sprays out uh, against the group of, against both of you, uh, dealing six points of poison damage to both of you. Seventeen. Eighty-eight. 
gotten disease from this or poisoned or something. Uh, like at least two, at least two of the grunts that are up close with the uh, with the with the abomination seem to have come down with something. I'm going to try to move up to whichever one looks worse off and uh, cast lesser restoration. Um, you step up to one of the, the, the grunts who's an orc and slap a hand on his shoulder and you feel the, the, the blessed warmth of the light flow through you and into him and he takes a breath that comes a little bit easier. Still ragged because he's heavily injured. But um, he breathes just a bit easier without the disease coursing through his system. He's no longer poisoned. Um, and stands up straighter. <sighs> My thanks, healer! And goes right back into the fight. Uh, and it's the abomination's turn. At me, bro? Only one of them's alive. Well, that would be sort of fun. Yeah. At, at me, bro? Please at me? He's going to at you at least once. <coughs> Well, this is the one we're not next to. It has... It's two massive hands, one of which holds a meat hook on a chain, the other one holds a massive butcher's knife. <clears throat> and then a third arm reaches out from his shoulder holding a meat hook, just like a sickle. Which is swinging around. Um, which when you say sickle, do you mean kusari gum? No, like a sickle. It's like a third arm is holding a sickle like meat hook. Oh, okay. I thought you heard the one on a chain. No, the one on a chain is more like a, using more like a design. It's also a simple meat. It's a it's literal a meat hook on a chain. Yes, which would be a Kusari Gama. A sickle is just in your hand. Kusari Gama is a sickle on a chain. Yes, but a meat hook is not a sickle. Yes. A meat hook is a hook. Have you seen a sickle? Yes. The hook isn't edged. It's a hook. Yes. Like a fish hook, but bigger. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I said like a kusari gama, not literally a kusari gama. <laughs> but the, uh... More yeah. like a grappling hook. It digs that, that, that meat cleaver into the chest of one of the orcs, and then swings the sickle on its third arm towards another one, but then it just brings its hook up and hurls it directly at the troll. There we go. Tracy? You're on fire, it's my job. 18. And then it definitely hits you. Okay. So you will take... Uh, 16 piercing damage, and... 5 poison damage. Okay. And... It immediately pulls you 20 feet towards it, which basically pulls you into the square adjacent to X with the hook. That's where I wanted to be anyway. You're no longer next to me. Uh, bring it back to the top with Shiana, who's not here. She'll be back in a second. <coughs> I believe she's going to run into stab I have a feeling. I have a strong feeling. Whether it's the alliance, whether it's the alliance of the abomination, I don't know. Well, can I go and stab the abomination? Go ahead. Yeah, you're up next. Um, I am still flanking, I presume, at some, on some level. Yeah, this thing is swamped. It's bad for everyone's health, but... There we go. Uh... I crit on a 19. Does that mean I auto-hit auto hit on a 19? Uh, no, you don't auto-hit, but you probably still hit it anyway. I mean, I probably still hit it because it's 19 will die. Yeah. So our pass is 15. Yeah. So critting on lower numbers is not hard. 
swinging, just like in 3-5. is my last of my vicious strikes, but that is 22 damage. Ow. Now I'll be 15 poison damage. Well, you get a second attack. You get your advantage of me. Okay. How much damage? 15 poison damage. No. I'm guessing a 15 does not hit him. Uh, it does. It is exactly oh. as armor class. Oh, awesome. Okay. You hit him on a giant wall of meat. That's a wall Okay, so you so you rolled five d six and added four, correct? No. Oh, is that just saying S attack? Because that's savage attack. No. no it says Stabby yeah. claws is one d six plus four plus mm-hmm. you add your backstab. Yeah. Okay, hold on. I'm sorry. Let me roll. That. Yeah. So you rolled, No, you you, you, wrote, you wrote sneak attack because it probably it's probably listed as sneak attack. So you you, you roll five d six and you add four to it. That's your total damage. Okay. Backstab is the D and D is the is the Warcraft term for sneak attack. They are one of the same. Also, it D and D references it both ways different times. Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. And it's both you and Jangatol. Well, this would have been before I was up close, because technically she went before me. I know. Just because he hooked you to it. Oh, right. You correct. Uh, so you both take um, seven more points of poison. Alright, um, and my extra attack was a natural 20. Okay. Unfortunately, I am out of my good old-fashioned uh, vicious strikes. So we're just dealing 16 damage to this thing. Ow. And then taking 7 more poison damage. Cool. I'm taking a lot of damage. Is that just him? Both of you. Huh? Thankfully, that's my job.
I'll have my strength modifier and my damage, so I actually did full foundation. Here's that. That was just that was just dice damage. I forgot that. It's four damage, four damage. Damage more weak data. To hit or to hit? That missed to hit. Okay. Um, Garrick continues to be the hammer. Uh, <laughs> my bonus, I will. Uh, Everyone lines up as the yeah, end. Huh? <laughs> no, I will uh, use uh, the uh, Rune of Fountain Surf to pay one rune point to uh, get another attack. Yep. Uh, I can't see. Uh, 
Yeah, no, you're not no. athletics. Okay, or, so, you, so you just d20 plus three. You still have a plus three on it, though, so. Oh, because of that. Because that's right, let's see. No, Take 14 more poison damage, but it's dead. How do you want to do this? Uh, the first strike came down, the second strike comes back up, and sort of the radiant energy just sort of explodes out backwards. Just a rain of gore on the alliance. <laughs> and it is a rain of gore as this as this radiant energy blasts out of the uh, out of the back of this abomination as gory intestines scatter in all directions. So like they just they, they were looking at the back of Abomination. Now they're looking at it. Now, now they're looking at a, uh, at, a hole at, at, a, at an almost nine foot tall brick of an orc in heavy armor, glowing radiantly, having exploded and the, and the scattered corpse of an abomination. Um, which then brings it back to the horde's turn, and the horde don't like having been attacked while they were in the middle of fighting the abomination. They're heavily injured, but they're going to go in for it. Ah. Uh, I kind of wanted to cast Thaumaturgy before this to give it more impact, but... You're after, you're after the Horde. You're at the Alliance's turn. Can't even do anything? All right. Not yet. Can't, can't even say anything? You can say something. You can't use Thaumaturgy for it, but... Um... Maybe in the process of attacking. I'll try to yell out, hold your fire! Specifically... Yeah, no, kind of directing it to both sides, really. 
that does anything at all. Um, it might when your turn comes around. <laughs> Alright. At the moment, they're in the middle of bloodlust. At the moment, you are saying this as axes are being swung. Yeah. So. And some damage is definitely done, but now it's you and the Alliance's turn. So. Uh, how many Alliance members are there? Uh, there are still five Alliance soldiers. Uh, five and five? Three, no, five and three. Because two of, two, of, two of the Orc Grunts that were on the Abomination went down and all that poison spray. Do they seem to be targeting anyone in particular on either side? Um, the, uh, not really, they're just getting into a fight. Um, there's, there's, there's two Forsaken Archers and an Orc Warrior left, and three, uh, Human Footmen and two Orc Riflemen. I'm going to just go ahead and straight up run right into the middle of it, using my bonus action to cast Sanctuary on myself, okay. run directly between the two melee warriors, because it's two Forsaken Archers, you said? Yeah, two Archers, one Grunt, and then three Footmen, and two four. Did you use that Calm Emotion spell? That's actually a really good idea. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and cast Sanctuary on myself as I literally run between two weapons and cast Calm Emotions on the group. Okay. That's Charisma saving throws, right? I believe so. The Archer. Natural 20 on the second Archer. No one can run. I'll look for specifically what that does, but last one. Presuming we're inclined to be in a fight. Well, it's it I don't know, it doesn't, you are. It doesn't matter if you're inclined to be in a fight or not. If I mean, yes. Yeah. Common motions. One of the following two effects. So, if you get to choose for each target. Alternatively, you can make a target indifferent about creatures of your choice that it is hostile towards. The, indifferent, the indifference ends if the target is attacked or harmed by a spell or if it witnesses any of its friends being harmed. Whatever it's worth, all of the board members that were near me get plus two of their saving throws. <laughs> Still not enough for anyone except for the Forsaken Archer who rolled an 20 anyway. Because that's just a Oh, plus you're at the Abomination, they all ran past the Abomination. Well, we were all at the Abomination. Yes, but they ran oh, away from it to go to the Alliance. No, the Alliance weren't at that Abomination. They were, because they ran up and smacked the Horde people that were at the Abomination. Yeah, they, they, oh. it was all piled around the Abomination. We were all, we're all in one big dog pile right now. <laughs> uh, of, the, of the group, none of the Alliance are able to attack because they're all affected. The one horde soldier who is not affected is the archer, who has still got an arrow drawn, but is just kind of watching. Yeah, the each humanoid in a 20-foot radius, so all of us that all of us that were by the event. You can choose to fail the saving throw if you wish. And if you wish, you can just end any charmed or frightened effect on you right I rolled a natural one, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I rolled a 19, but on the die, but. And this because this is around contested territory, or is this specifically this is, in a This is in Enderhall is contested territory. We are in the battle. We are in a war zone. An active war zone. 
this is just a small skirmish in the middle of it. Uh, what are you doing to me? Did you make the choice with everyone? Um, specifically. Uh, I mean, you're not charmed or frightened. You can choose so. to do that if you don't want to do anything to it. Yeah, you, you still have to choose one. You may want to calm him down, though, because he's... Yes, yes, yes absolutely. Like, I see macro, but I just burst through an abomination. <laughs> I mean, so you specifically said that the, abom the abomination hadn't been hot then. Yes, I, the player, did. Garrett did shit. <laughs> yes, but Leaf knows you. Yeah, I like to think I'd be able to read you well enough to know that, oh, hey, kind of bad situation involving the Alliance. Alliance well, ain't going to get away from this. I mean, it's clever. You have to make a choice for us, so. Yeah. You probably should have been a just because you know what, this is a good thing to have for everybody. Yeah. Alright. What is the Alliance guys doing? Nothing, because they, they're under the effect of the spell. So and they're all just kind of... And so the horn mostly looks alright, and then there's just the one guy there who's... The one archer who just got an arrow drawn back and is just waiting, sort of giving the side eye towards the situation. They have another Alliance patrol run sensors tactics. But, um, because we're in the war zone, you have a moment of calm. I go ahead and, as the calm sort of stretches out a little bit, turn towards the Alliance. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, well, we're still in initiative. So we're still in initiative, right? <laughs> uh, well, I roll a d20 for that. Um, also... You get a plus two because you're near me. 16. The, the troll is going to stand over Shiana and take total defense. Cool. And spend a hit die. So that's dodge and heal. And defend Shiana. Great. Cool. I'm going to heal Jack with, a, with one of my runes. Thank you. Not letting me die. I was going to let it hands. I've got my nail hands. i got 35 points. You walk you walk over and take the, the small stick that has the, the root of healing, the pattern of healing carved on it, and just press it against her. Put in a situation of where they could have been killed by that spray by the aliens. Yes. 
Uh, I can't help them. Uh, so I'm going to... How injured are you, Shadow, still? Uh, very. Oh, how much are you doing? What's your total? What's your um, max? Alright, my max is 52. I have seven. Okay, I'm gonna go give uh, 13. Uh, let's go back to the gas station. Thank you. Alright, uh, the board, uh, the archer, Mr. Lynn's eye check. Not bad. Uh, so he just kind of keeps the arrow drawn and knocked, but as he's watching, he's kind of tilts his glowing yellow eyes to you. Priest. This is a very tenuous situation. <laughs> well, I seem to be very good at finding myself in the middle of those. I go ahead and... He does, not, he does not lose his arrow. And at this point, now that the one person you could be fighting is not fighting, uh, this is where we will end it. I go ahead and turn back towards the Alliance. Are you all enemies of the Scourge? The, the, the group of them just kind of look at each other for a minute and kind of fall on who's in charge right now. Um, and one of the Dwarven Riflemen kind of steps up, pulls his head back, and you see his long white hair and his long white bushy beard. That's only relevant to me. Would this apply to my smites? Uh, uh, no, only only the weapons damage. Because it just says on a damage die for unattacked with a melee weapon, not necessarily the damage dice yeah, it's, from the it, weapon. It's specifically for the weapons damage. Because okay. okay. that would be stupid if I could just go, oh look, my D my D eight on my divine smite roll one. No, it didn't. <laughs> I believe I believe there's safe advice on that. It's quieter than usual. I mean, it's not like he's going to participate in negotiations anyway. It's quite the chatter. Yeah, absolutely. It's very obvious. Um, so, uh, the, the dwarf kind of steps up and pulls it down. Of course, yeah. I go ahead and look down towards one of the abominations and just glance up, back up towards him. Then I believe this group has at least in some way done you a favor. I believe that should at least merit them perhaps not being slaughtered while they're down. Except we're also fighting, except we're also fighting against the Horde to take this city back. One of the tenets of the Holy Lights may be justice but only when tempered by mercy and wisdom. Kicking a man while he's down is neither. Well, like this way. Which man? It's not that's, a possible thing. That's when the dwarf says, he's not a man, he's a dwarf. And then the fight starts again. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm making the persuasion roll. Yeah, let's, let's see. Because you know that's exactly some shit frontline fighters would say. Yes! It is. <laughs> I mean, it's literally. Also, Shiana's not calmed. 
Oh, no, yeah, Shiana, Shiana made the saving throw. Well, no, Shiana's unconscious, didn't have to make oh, the saving yeah. throw. You were no, unconscious when you, you were unconscious when you cast It's not a one-time effect, it's a constant um, It's on an aura. It's, it, it only activates when you cast it. It, it continues, but it's not like uh, when somebody enters the area, they have to make a save. It only affects the people that were in the area when you cast it. Yeah, you're right. So Shiana is not under the effect of the call of motions. It could theoretically attack the attack the alliance because if she's yeah, twenty. Which would then let everyone sometimes. <laughs> and she turns on the <laughs> <laughs> That would work too, because then it would break the effect. That'd be a twist. <laughs> what a tweet. So he kind of looks at you for a minute. What makes, and what do I have to say that you have read? I'm just trying to find a better position for them. Well, if you said that, then you would perhaps be accurate. I mean, I would really rather not see people die on my pilgrimage, but I suppose that's just how the world works sometimes. This is war. So you guys are outnumbered at this point. I was trying not to bring that up, Josh. <laughs> I'm making an intimidation yes, check. Yes. <laughs> Did I get to make an intimidation check when they exploded the abomination on them? Be quiet, because that was in the middle of a fight. Uh, I will give you an advantage on that, though. Because there's, a, cause there's an almost uh, nine foot tall orc standing behind you. 14. 14. It's like the, it's like Josh, little goblin with the grenade. I mean, we saw a number uh, behind I, I, him. I'm in a suit. I mean, How big is the suit? It's, it's, it's medium size. Medium size. Medium size. It's for goblin, the pilot's got. Yeah. But, uh, um, and he kind of looks at you and the grenade and the steam suit. Doesn't say anything. He's kind of, you, can, you can see the acknowledgement that, yes, this would not be a good fight to get into right now across his face. <laughs> What basis of the horde would be like? How so is this city contested? Like, who actively controls it? Um, technically, they're technically the, the the only active military base that is in Ender Hall is the Orbs. They have the foothold. Um, the Alliance's nearest base is is Chilwin Camp, which is the scouting base that forces are sent for. Um, but that doesn't mean the Horde Control Hall of Vanderhall, it just means they have a base here. <laughs> they have they have the stronger hold, but they're still being blocked. Well then, you can go ahead and get yourself out of this situation. You can let these three be forced to recuperate back in their own base, and you can get out of a losing fight. Come on, lads. He sort of indicates the other, the other soldiers with his rifle. The, the other four uh, look at him kind of like, really? He gives him a nod. Let's go. How much you want to get killed? And then he turns and then groups. 
slowly, grudgingly starts to follow. Congratulations, you averted a bloodbath. Uh, how? I'm guessing this grunt doesn't look so good for uh, so good. No, the one remaining orb grunt does not look good at all. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and cast uh, Cure Wounds on him. Uh, uh, did, wait. Uh, 10 hit points to the grunt. Alright, cool. I'm going to spend another 15 points of my land here to hunt myself. You press your hand to him, and, uh... Wow, that's a good one. Not used to Wikipedia just suddenly being serviced temporarily in capacity. <laughs> it's like, who's using the site like that much right now? Too many. Alright, um, anyway. Yeah, the York kind of uh, sort of holding a bleeding arm with several different poison and acid burns across it. And as you put your hand on it, you can see the wounds begin to close as the bleeding stops. He's not completely better, but the bleeding stops and some of the wounds start to close. Vitality is diseased. He doesn't see him. He seems to he seems to have been hard enough to sit last through that. Healing still applies negative for undead, right? Uh, or no, you can you can choose to heal the undead. How are they faring? Because they uh, were archers, so they would be away from the poison. Yeah, they, they don't look too bad. Okay. It's hard to tell with the undead, because they're already fairly damaged, um, but the archers seem to be mostly intact. It looks like one of them might have taken a shot from one of the right ones. This is like the little bit of high core from within. Grab 
machine hook and That's one of the butcher knives off of okay. the abomination. Okay. Sure. You guys want to make anything else? You said there was a lot of these, I guess. Yeah. I just pick up this bits for what would it take for me to use this chain hook and grab it? Um, a lot more chain. I mean, like, in the way the abomination uses it. Um, you probably could. Uh, it'll probably be use your, use your attack to hit, and if you manage to hit, use your reaction to try and pull. It's probably got about a 20 foot range. I'll just, I'll just look for the The butcher knife, I'm thinking, you can target something else. It's unwieldy though, so because you're not an abomination who is huge and trying to wield it like that, it'd probably be a disadvantage for you just being unwieldy. Yeah. Is there any way I could make it more wieldy? Um, <laughs> possibly, it takes more. You could probably trim it down to a weight. Um, say, we'll take the other one too. Uh, we'll say that you managed to get, uh, about 10 pounds of scrap, which is about a hundred gold. Okay. Soldiers um, march a little bit north, um, but mostly northeast, um, to bring you to the the towering fortifications and palisades that have been put together as quickly and as thoroughly as possible for the horde's forward base in Ender Hall. Um, and uh, as you as you enter, you are immediately struck by the melodious voice of an individual speaking above the din of work being done. His voice is musical in a strange way. It has an odd echo underneath it that makes it almost sound vaguely sepulchral. As, as, he, as he speaks above the din, Get the eastern fortifications repaired! If if the scourge come again, they'll knock them right over. As as you as you approach, um, you see the the uh, faintly faded red hair of a blood elf who is facing away. Faintly faded. That shit's silver. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> it's completely faded. It used to be sort of a reddish blonde, but now it's sort of become silvery. Um, as he, as he has, stands with his back to you, um, but uh, as you as you approach, the Forsaken sort of stands at attention and salutes with that cross-shoulder salute that the Forsaken can do. Captain Deathweaver, we bring assistance. Well, those who have assisted us, they receive safety. Not that. Short rest. 
health turns, and you you are faced with death, definitely an undead health. Um, his his skin is alabaster pale, and his eyes have a faint icy green glow. Uh, his long elven ears kind of twitching faintly in the in the in the, in the attention, but he turns and you can see he's wearing this heavy dark black and bluish black plate of a material that you're not familiar with um, as he wields there's a great sword that faintly glows green near the edge of the blade over his shoulder as he looks over the group with you do I know this individual uh, he has to be checked from my background he's definitely not from the third war He's not the part of the third war that you were part of. I do have that background feature. Yeah, you absolutely do. This person's not with you. He sort of looks in the group of you. So, people just wandering through an underhole in one of the most dangerous war zones of the East of Kingdoms. Landing south. South? Mm. Why south? Hunting Twilight Hammer cultists. Heading to the Highlands. Ah, you're heading. You don't have a bat to get you in. I suppose if you're moving on foot, you would need to head south. I thumb towards the cart. (laughs) That does make sense. (laughs) We're Chuck. We can handle ourselves. I don't doubt that many. <laughs> well, I'm called Tira Deathweaver, and I am in charge of the Horde forces of Vandal Hall. My former compatriot, the Saurian, is in charge of the Alliance forces, and we have been enjoying a recent resurgence of scourge activity lately. I'm afraid it's not particularly safe around here. Only be stopping for a short time to get out of the city. Well, uh, I don't think I can provide you any additional mounts, but I could, I could potentially provide you some intelligence of where the heaviest fighting is going to be. We appreciate it. As, as it stands, the scars are pushing in deeper, which means most of the fighting has begun to shift to the east. If you keep to the western side of the city, you should be able to avoid most of the heavy. Encounters. That said, that will also be where the Alliance will believe us to be at our weakest. So if they decide they want to put us or the Scourge, you might find some of that. Can you run? Can you run into any uh, issues with the Twilight's Hammer or something similar? I know they're operating mostly in the highlands, or at least so the rivers say, but... <laughs> the Twilight's Hammer works best when there are people they can manipulate. I imagine it's hard to do that in the middle of a war zone. Yes, not only that, but the only people that would, well, at least one-third of the people they would be seeking to manipulate are mindless. Right. <laughs> uh, do any of the... Do any of your scouts outside the city have reports on alliance activities to the south uh, well the south is where they're coming from so most of the army's movements are coming through the south they're actively, actively reinforcing 
not that I can tell at the moment. Reinforcements come in waves. Uh, you might be able to safely through Chilwin Camp and make it across the Thandles Fan and avoid the eyes of Dunmodra, you should be mostly. Where's the, the location of Uther's Grift? Uh, right after Dunmodra. It's east of east of Chilwin Camp. It's, what's the town that it's in? Uh, Anderhal. Oh, it's, it's part of Anderhal. It is southeast of Anderhal, yeah. Uh, there's, there's a uh, holding ground to, to the southeast, on the southern, southeastern side of Anderhal. Well, uh, if you can avoid the scourge, let's say the east is where most of their push is at, uh, avoid the scourge and talk fast enough that the Alliance understands what you're there for, you might be able to get there. But not an Alliance club. At the very least, with Alliance eyes watching you. Probably I'm into the location. No, the location is kept mostly by the Remnants of the Silver Hand that have not continued on with the Argent Crusade after the end of the Ar uh, after the end of the Ice Cloud campaign. When you uh, look interested, you really want to come through the city, do you want to directly or exit the circle? So we can cut. We can cut straight through and we're holding it to. We can, go, we can go past it, certainly, but if we want to, for our plan to use that as a pilgrimage, as, a, as to. to Further our I thought we were planning on going to the one uh, further to the that south. Is one. That's that the, the Grim Uther. No, Uther's tomb is the one that's nearby. The one that is further south past uh, Dunmodra would be uh, Northshire Abbey. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that. that. I thought we were going to use the stop stop at the Abbey to use it as a deepening of our, of our deception. I mean... So that we're coming from the Abbey to... Yeah, com coming from the tomb towards the abbey. So basically, now, the, alliance, the alliance sees us going to the tomb and then heading south. Okay, so basically saying that we're making you know a, a grand trip. Yeah, we're making a pilgrimage from from that from Uther's tomb to Northshire Abbey. Okay, I suppose that makes sense. And also to see if there are any you know anything that we can find at Uther's tomb that would help us build that disguise better. Because we don't currently have any accoutrements in the Silver Hand. <laughs> so I could pass as a I could pass as a Silver Hand Paladin in everything except for appearance. <laughs> yeah. Also, spirit champions are not paladins. No, we're not. But yeah. we function similarly. Similarly, like power sources are completely different, and there are no known orc paladins at the moment. It's that too. I think it would be easier so far as explaining yourself that we simply claim to be, you know, say that we are a neutral guild and I happen to be, you know, going on the pilgrimage and I think we can be as I think claiming to be a guild by itself would be bad. Just wear your guards on the Alright. Let's leave the guild talk out of it entirely. When you mention guild, you mention work, and most of your guild is horde races. Guess where you're going to see your work comes from? Yeah. yeah. Guild implies an organization, regardless of whether or not you can be neutral. Alright. I suppose that's. 
cutting over to the best way to go. Yeah, so we want to we want to cut over to Luther's tomb and then head south from there. Well, good fortune to you. Is there anything like incredibly? Take a short rest here. Is there anything incredibly major no, about the plan that would go horribly wrong that I don't know about? Like maybe it's the wrong season for this, or I'm supposed the to... The plan itself is fine. The only, the biggest hitch is that you're going to be walking through where the Scourge are fighting. Yeah. yeah. You're going to be going through the heaviest part of the war zone to get there. Okay. How many spell slots are restored? Yeah, you can spend hit, you can spend hit dice to heal ocean rest. And any features that you get that regain ocean rest, you regain those. Warlocks get their spells back to ocean rests. Warlock, I Warlocks just have less spell slots. Yeah. And demon companions to fight for them, so they don't even use the spell slots. That too. That's why I want to make a V-based warlock. Because V is so freaking awesome. I mean, especially with the Warcraft warlocks that I've got. Demon companions. V, v summons demons that fight for him. He just stands back and reads poetry. Actually, has a book to read his poetry. Yeah, I know. It's so fun. So, hit dice and use them. Use them. Don't use them. They ain't too much. Zero. <laughs> you would have taken. Or you're reduced to exactly negative. Like, I'm yeah. fine. I'll be fine. Oh, I mean, technically speaking, you would have been reduced to one hit point by that last one because. Oh, yeah, we forgot our little endurance. Yes. <clears throat> That's alright, you didn't spend it. Too many things hey, you still have it. You still have it for next time. Intentionally didn't spend it just so you could dodge my call motions. Didn't you? Yes. And I'll try to see if I can see if I can uh um, see myself out to dodge the long rest roll. Take a little bit of work. It won't be long, but you can make a bit short rest. All, all I'm trying to do is shave off some weight play more. Yeah, they do it. And exactly. keep the balance in the very without you know, without brittling the metal. What 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 attribute are we using? Uh strength agility, because this is a delicate word, so twenty five. Yeah, you make some progress. It'll it'll take you a little bit more time. You'd be better off if you had a forge. Um, you're basically taking the hook to a grinding wheel right now. Yeah, essentially. And you're trying you're trying to grind it down without making the metal too brittle to use. Yeah. So working on doing it. I took two. I took the abominations chain hooks. Definitely picking up. Is there a uh, 
can we plot a course from where looking out, watching, can we plot a course that would get us uh, to where we're trying to go? Um, make me a perception check. That's a four. Or investigation, if you would like to. That'd still be a four. Some cheese build that can get a 36 on some. The highest you could get. You can get a 36 on stealth if you've got expertise in stealth and someone cast Path of Trace. Absolutely. But the <laughs> highest you can get at level 7 yes. would be. Uh, if you've got expertise in stealth, so that, let's see, you've got 20, 20 decks expertise in stealth, so that'd be. Plus 6. So that'd be. Plus 6, plus 5. That'd be plus 11. 11. Plus 10. So if you roll a natural 20, you would get a. 40, 40. 41. If you are somebody with expertise in stealth, somebody else that cast Path of Trace, and you're uh, and high agility, you need one high you agility had, bar. You had a 20 dexterity, and... Yeah, I mean, what level is Path of Trace? Second. Second so so yeah, that could just be an arcane trickster. Yeah, entirely possible. Potent, like either either an arcane trickster rogue or just a really agility heavy bard. Yeah. Yes. So yes. You, you could get a you could get plus forty on this though. Yeah. Um, aside from that though. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, you, Mr. Priestman. Yep. Mr. Can you see said just like that. a theoretical way to make it through without getting into any of the fights if you can thread the needle and be very quiet? Yes. Uh, <coughs> Unfortunately, none of us have. Make sure those wheels are really, trips. really well oiled. Um, I, I can catch reduce on the. Yeah, that would reduce the step of the way. Now you just have two small cards <laughs> failing to pull a card. No, you reduce the robot so that it has less weight. Okay. Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, the steam suit is probably by far the heaviest thing on it. It's one independent yeah. object. Or just keep me out front. Let's 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 get let's let's make a grappling hook for Shawnee's like uh, 
for Shiana's calls of attack. What's the sentence thing? I'm gonna be swing I'm gonna swing my, my sword back and forth and if you're in the way, well it's not my fault. Yeah. <laughs> we'll make a grappling him for Shiana's calls of attack and we'll just back in on this. I have That's disadvantage on my yeah. stealth. I have a disadvantage on my stealth of zero. Yeah. <laughs> stealth of zero as well. <laughs> stealth of zero. Stealth of worse than zero. Stealth of zero with stealth of Toto Beast. You can try. You can always so try. <laughs> Let's try. I Let's say, try. I as soon as we fail, we just make a mad dash. You know, take long to take we, my we armor off. The, um, the, 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 uh, you wear a medium armor. Take about yeah. ten minutes. I wouldn't recommend taking those. Why not? For the yes. likelihood of failure, it's better that you have armor. Because I'm not taking lines. my plate armor off. Yeah. I can. Uh, I, I have a thing that I can put it on as well. Yeah, he 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 he. Is, it doesn't matter if he takes his armor off. I can put it back on with the with the. Yeah, those two on each side. We do a flying wedge. And so that way I can get rid of the disadvantage. Oh no! Sorry, Doc. Sorry, getting it off is a lot faster. Sorry, meteor takes five minutes to put on and one minute to get off. Yeah. Though. People on the cart wouldn't have to make a stealth check, would they? As long as the cart makes the stealth check. Flying wedge formation, let's go. Yes. Just oil the wheel. Do the flying wedge. Just grease the wheel. You're on a wagon. I get in my suit and just sort out run. Make the dash. They want to try to slow us down. Because they get blown away by radiator. It's their problem, not mine. Yeah, he does not like that. <laughs> the child does not approve of this. Let's go! But, as you... Are we technically rolling stealth? I rolled a three. Can I roll stealth? <laughs> Are we rolling stealth? No, I'm not rolling stealth. <laughs> I have good stealth. Are we rolling stealth? Do you want to roll stealth? You don't need to roll stealth. <laughs> we, we, we are going to fail to roll stealth, no, so let's just assume... Technically, yeah, technically, Koto Beast makes it's, it's so much noise anyway. So, um, we're on the blockade. We're just, yeah, we're just Twenty on the die, thirty-four stealth. <laughs> You're hiding in the car next to me. I mean, you. I mean, <laughs> I'm invisible. She yeah, and I are the only two that are gonna make a stealth. The the three quarters of an orc. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it this time. <laughs> See, it's handy because you don't. You can no, just I leave can, that shoulder. I can't kill the, the DM though. But um, the the orc rogue disappears into sort of the, the the washout of this battlefield and sort of runs the runs the outside and just kind of 
maneuvers among rubble and uh, debris as she keeps oh, so an eye. Does that mean this party has two and a quarter orcs? Yes. Yes. Oh, because, yeah. Half an orc, an orc, three quarters of an orc. That is not my name. <laughs> no, it's not. Three quarters of an orc, and a You continue to call me that. <laughs> I don't intend to. Okay. <laughs> not good things will happen to you. Please, I'm the I'm the one who uh, who who offers you the character. I'm not gonna make fun of you all the time for it. Um, but I only make an occasional occasional resistance. <laughs> this is my brother makes several jokes at me all the time. Um, I just make really I, I save them up and be really good. <laughs> oh, they charge my <laughs> So, charging lasers aside, as you as you begin to make your way through the battlefield that lies ahead of you, that is where we will go ahead. Say goodnight, everybody. Good night. Farewell. Bye. Bye.